Should I fast for previous sins? What if I might do them again? The one word answer to that question is no. Why? Because the Rebbe has made it very clear that for people of our generation, with our, the level of our physical constitution and physical strength, fasting as a part of Avedis Hashem is cancelled. I heard from uh, a mashpi of mine many years ago that uh, many years before that, Reb Nis Nemanov asked the Rebbe whether there was room for Eskafia in this generation, because a lot of people were telling Reb Nissen that Eskafia is passé, is for the olden times. So the Rebbe swung out his hand, that's how I heard the story, threw out his hands and said, Avildus Fodem. It's a wild idea. Fasten sich nicht, to fast absolutely not. Fast on the shoy, staff metrachten, to fast for a part of a day has to be thought about. Aber nicht essen, was er will sich, und essen, was er will sich nicht, sicher ist da, ist kaffee heintige Zeiten. But not eating what you desire, and eating what you desire not, there is certainly a kaffee nowadays. So this goes back, way back, where the Rebbe said, fasting complete days is not allowed, fasting partial days has to be thought about. And you may remember that the Rebbe himself instituted a considerable number of fasts for part days in the early 1980s because of things that he saw happening in the world. Um, in 1988, Tafshin Memches, when the Rebbe was an Abel for the Rebbetzin. So the first Bahab, the first occasion where the Rebbe had extra fast was after Pesach. We fast Monday, Thursday, Monday. And the Rebbe spoke three Sikhs. Monday, Thursday, Monday. The only person fasting was the Rebbe himself. And the Rebbe spoke Divrei Kvushin. He spoke Sikhs like he spoke on fast days that we all fasted. Tzem Gedalia, Sarabatevis, Tainis Esther, Shiva Sarabatamus. So the Rebbe spoke three Sikhs in the fast of Bahab after Pesach in 1988, Tovshin Memchas. And the point of all three fasts, of all three Sikhs, was that fasts have been abolished. There's no fasting at all. And of course, when a person wants to fast, you can be paid the, the Altarev brings in Tanya, the amount of food that a person eats in a day. It's a currency. 18, which apparently comes out to about $5. If a person wants to fast and is not allowed to fast, he gives a certain amount of money to Doka, which corresponds to uh, his meal costs for that day, and it's considered Stoka instead of the fast. This is the Rebbe's position. Now you understand that there's two ideas in fasts itself. The first is in the, get of, in the end of Egeres HaTshuva Peter Aleph, that fasts have to do with Yisurim, Rachman Litzlan, taking the place of Yisurim. And the second idea of fasts is the Deirei Dachar Apraklit, when you want to return to the graces of a king, so first you apologize. First you get him to forgive you. And then you send them a gift, an offering, which in religious terms is a chatos and then an oilo, as the Gemara explains it. And this gift is doirain, is not for him to forgive you for your sins, but to return to his graces. He should love you again. And similarly, there is a notion of fasts as a means of giving our flesh and blood to HaKadosh Baruch Hu as an offering. 
and you know that it says in Tanya from Kabbalah Svarim that they're in the Tikkun Tshuva, huge numbers of fasts for various Avedis, even not Avedis that are connected to Kisus and Mises Bez, and even lesser Avedis, there's huge numbers of fasts. And the Alter Rebbe discusses at length what people should do about it. But the Rebbe seems to feel that for, the, for reasons that have to do with our physical, with our physiology, with our physical toughness, we don't have the strength to fast at all. And I think that after Memchas, the Rebbe would even disapprove of Tainas Ashoy, fasting for a part of a day, half of a day. Um, I just told you the facts as I understand them. I'm not saying anything novel. I'm not saying anything that's not well known. But you wrote something else. Uh, should I fast for previous sins? What if I might do them again? And this I want to talk to. Because this is very real and very important. The Rebbe was involved with many, many people. And people had different relationships with the Rebbe, shared different things with the Rebbe, and the Rebbe responded to each one in kind. And one of the things that people shared with the Rebbe was their sins. And they often asked the Rebbe for Tikkun Tshuva, how they could correct their sins. And from the little bit that I've learned, I know that the only rule you can say about the Rebbe in general, and about the Rebbe when it comes to Nyon of Tikkun Tshuva particularly, is that there is no rule. I mean, some people did relatively small things, and the Rebbe would give them a huge seder of Tikkun Tshuva. Um, I'm going to tell you a story of the Rebbe Rashab, which, which absolutely blows my mind. And I heard it from, from one of the Marozov, that the Pchonya Marozov, who was a very great chosset, and a big gon, and a, a lion of a man, was once unsure whether he was Mava, one of the Sidris in the Tehidim. He forgot if he did it. He was a Yirei Shemaim Erabim. His Yirei Shemaim was not in this world. But for some reason, he wasn't certain whether he was Mava Sedris. So he went into the Rebbe Shema Seid, into the Rebbe Rashab, his Rebbe, and said, what should I do about it? And the Rebbe Rashab said, if you want to correct it, go back to Bereshis, be Mavir every Sedra from Bereshis till the Parsha that you missed, and then continue till now. In other words, as if you had to do the Seder, and let's say he missed Pashas Tazria, he'd have to spend hours and hours and hours being Mavis Sedre from Bereshis till Tazria and then on. Uh, one thing I can assure you, the Rebbe's not giving me such advice. And he's probably not giving you that advice either. It's so, what's the big deal? Mavis Sedre is, it's not, it's not a Mitzvah Seder Aise, even though it goes back a long time. Sarach Lippo said, it is a Gemara. And of course, the answer to that question, when you'll be Chonya Marozov, you'll get such a Tikkun. In other words, bigger people served Abish at a higher level, and there is a certain degree of Shleimus, of wholeness, of perfection. And for such a person, this is an appropriate Tikkun. I've heard stories of people whom I knew. A man told the Rebbe about something he did which was not appropriate, and the Rebbe told him that for the rest of his life, for the rest of his life, he should never eat anything with sugar. But that's not the typical ticker that the Rebbe gave most of us. Because the Rebbe is a Rebbe. Hawaii based on the story with the previous Rebbe, where a chassid came into the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, and he told him something which wasn't entirely true. So the Friedrich Rebbe said to him, the Pasuk says, Adam Pasuk. In English it means, a person sees with his eyes and God can see into the heart. We, the Friedrich Rebbe was talking about himself, are connected to the second half of the Pasuk. So the Rebbe knows we're beholding, Be'emis. And the Tikkun Yitzhu that the Rebbe gives us a reflection of our Maimedumatz of Be'emis. 
And one of the things which is found in the Igris Kedish and now in the Shulchan Menachem, the Rebbe's compilation of Halachu Minig, that they've collected from all the Rebbe's Sichas, and all from the Rebbe's letters and answers, is that the Rebbe would often tell people who have a Shaykhis to Avedis, certain Avedis, to be Messiah Das, not to think about it. Or not to think about it till a certain point. And um, the simple presumption is, this is how it was explained to me, that the Rebbe would tell people to be Messiah Das because thinking about the Aveda, number one, would depress them, and number two, would actually increase the likelihood of them repeating the Aveda a second time. So the Rebbe proposed that the people should be Messiah Das. But I think there's another aspect to this. When the Rebbe tells people to be Messiah Das, not to think about sin rather than try and correct sin, I think the Rebbe is answering the second part of your question. The nature of sin has two motivations a positive motivation and a, a weakness, a, le- a negative motivation. A positive motivation a person does something wrong because they're very angry, because they're very lustful. And then people do sins because they don't have the strength to the tr- control themselves. The second category of sin is what's called in the middle of the is my mother, there's no yoke. Farvas nisht. Why not? And the tendency of the second category of motivation for sin is that oftentimes things that people do out of weakness, not out of, out of a push, but out of a lack of self-control, they repeat again and again. And I think that part of what the Rebbe is saying, what the Rebbe says to be Messiah Das is, that if a person does an Aveda and they're likely to do the Aveda again, they're not ready to do Tshuva. And Tshuva you can do till the last minute of your life. Tshuva you can do a letter's devoy. But the idea of doing Tshuva, Tshuva really means, I won't do it again. That's what Tshuva really means. Aziv Sachet. Tshuva is not about regret. Tshuva is not about feeling bad. Tshuva is about the future. Not to do it anymore. And I think that part of what the Rebbe is saying is people do Tshuva when they're ready to do Tshuva. Ready to do Tshuva means when they're able to overcome this particular weakness and literally stop the behavior, at least have a, a reasonable, realistic ability to discontinue a negative behavior. And I think this is the second reason, or another reason, why the Rebbe says to so many people about certain inyanim to be Masih Das. Don't think about it. When you're ready to do tshuva, which means you're ready to stop the behavior, you'll do tshuva. But fasting is not a part of the program in the modern paradigm. And I just want to say in conclusion that first of all, we should all have a seder of tshuva mitis. Always, and especially in the Ketzman of tshuva, which is the seder tshuva, and Yim Kippur, which the Ramam calls Ketzlicha Mechila. And the most important definition of tshuva is that things that we do that are not correct, we should stop. We should simply discontinue. We should stop doing the negative behavior and we should do it we should do it with joy. The tshuva itself should be done with joy and the continuation after should be done uh, and in conclusion I want to say this we are much smaller than the Jews of earlier generations in many ways spiritually and psychologically but one thing we have that makes us better than them that we're humble we're never too well to change 
people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s can change their lives completely. This is the upside of our psychological and spiritual smallness. And at any stage in our lives, any of us has the humility and has the will to make real changes and to do tshuva. And when a person does tshuva, it's like going out of its time. It's an incredibly emancipating, it's incredibly spiritually redeeming feeling and condition. And it's an incredible uh, bracha.